Uh, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today, I want to talk about leaders building plans for success. How do leaders go about building plans for success with their teams? You know, and um, this is something I get asked a lot, is you've built many successful teams in different businesses over the years. How, how, do, you, how do you do this? And, and I sat down and gave it some thought, and I made a list. And I, and I said, simply my plan is that I have 12 goals that I work with with my teams. You know, 12 goals that I work with my teams that I share with that I want them to, um, you know, aspire to, to believe in. Now, I call them goals that could be values, um, same sort of thing, uh, but these have to be staples in people's um, way about life, the way they go about their work. This is These are 12 things that you, you display if you are going to be a high-performing team and make sure that you achieve success. And, uh, of course, we all have visions, we set strategy documents, we have targets, we have KPIs. But how do we get there? How do we achieve that? Especially in a team format, you know, sometimes achieving things on your own is a lot easier than achieving something as a team. So I often get asked, how do you go about success in a team? You know, how do you do that? How do you build a team? What does it look like? But I'm going to put it down to 12 things, right? And uh, I'll kick off with number one is commitment. You know, you need to have total commitment to the team. You need to have commitment to the vision of what the business needs to achieve. But in this context, we're going to talk about teams. So you need to be committed to the team, you know, which means everyone has to have common goals in order to be successful. So everyone needs to be committed to the vision of the organization and committed to the team. The next one is not to be selfish and understand that there is no I in team, that whole cliche, there is no I in team. Successful teams right, achieving things, don't talk about I, 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 they talk about we. So number two is not being selfish. Number three is all about uniting. It's all about coming together. It's all about working together. And I use a lot of analogies, and I'll be using some in this flashcast. And, and the best one here is soccer. You can have the best players in the world like your Ronaldo's and your Messi's, but unless they have 10 other players around them that do their job, you're not going to win a World Cup. And in fact, the two, arguably the two best players in the world right now is either Ronaldo or Messi, but neither of them have won a World Cup because it's about the 10, t- the 10 other players on the field because it's 11-person sport, not a one-person sport. So it's how you come together unified to make magic happen. The next one is about constantly improving. So being better today than yesterday, being better tomorrow than today. We're going to have ups, we're going to have downs, but do you come together? Are you committed to the team and to the business to come together and improve every day? The next one is resilience. It's all about mentally and physically being tough. Do you display resilience? Again, not every day is going to be great. We're going to make mistakes, but it's not the mistakes that we care about because I don't believe people come to work to make mistakes. It's about how you bounce back. It's all about how you get back up and you keep going. These are the things that make people and great teams, right, is having that whole discipline value, that whole goal of being resilient. The next one is self-discipline. You need to be disciplined, right? If you're not disciplined, we can all have the fire off of the mouth or go about and do things that we shouldn't be doing, but we do need to be disciplined. And what I mean by that is make sure you get things right and set a standard where you don't accept any less. And I often talk about the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. Now, that takes self-discipline, and I talk to my team about that. If you walk walk past rubbish in the car park, well, that's a standard that you accept that the place is okay to be dirty when it's not. If you're walking through, you know, our cafe section and it's busy and you've got some spare time, help the team. The standard you walk past is the standard you accept, right? So self-discipline is very important. 
enthusiasm, right? Seven is enthusiasm. We want people to be enthusiastic. Enthusiasm breeds inspiration. If you want to be inspiring, you need to come to work with enthusiasm. You want to come with a vibe. You can actually pick up on people's energies when they have this enthusiasm about them. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Those that are listening um, to this, you'll have people that don't inspire you because they're not enthusiastic and you'll have people that drain you because they're not enthusiastic. But those that inspire you, that get you up to make you want to do stuff, are those that are that are enthusiastic about what they're doing. Next one is about don't accept losing. Now, what do I mean by that? It doesn't mean that you have to win all the time. So understand those words. It's not about winning all the time. It's about not accepting losing. That's the key here, which means that it ties into a couple above where we talk about if you don't accept losing, it means you're never going to give up, right? If you don't accept losing, it means you're going to be resilient. If you don't accept you losing, you're going to be committed. Don't accept losing. Now, again, I say here, remember that this does not mean by any way, shape or form that you must win at all cost. That win-win mentality is actually, you know, bad for team environments. It's bad for organizations. Dog-eat-dog is not the environment that you want to be providing. But don't accept losing actually has a different connotation. It means that you will keep going no matter what. It means you'll be resilient. You'll be committed, right? These are the things that we are looking for when we say don't accept losing. Next one is... No self-limitations. Now, I often talk about, and I've got it on the bottom of my, my um, sign-off on email, people's limitations are often self-imposed. Don't put limitations on yourself. More importantly, don't allow others to put limitations on yourself. So if you want to build great teams, if you want to build a great work environment, high-performing teams, then don't allow people and don't yourself put limitations um, in place. Don't self-limit you. Don't self-limit any of your team members. Because this won't achieve a unified team. This won't achieve a high-performing team, and it certainly won't achieve the visions and the goals of the organization. So make sure that you are not putting self-limitations on yourself or on those around you in your teams. Next one is about consistency. And I talk about, I use McDonald's as the analogy here, is that um, McDonald's isn't an amazing business because of the quality of its burgers or the quality of its fries or the quality of its milkshakes. It's because it's consistent. You know exactly what you're going to get when you're going to arrive. And when it comes to teams, they're so important. And I've had people in teams before where you pull them apart, they might not, and they would not probably shine. But when you put them together and they work together, they shine because they complement each other. And what I say to people is you need to breed consistent behavior. You can't come to work hot and cold. You can't come to work, you know, being moody, not knowing people don't know which cabinet to open in the morning. You need to be consistent, consistent in your attitude, consistent in your work, consistent in um, showing up for work. Consistency is key. The best businesses in the world display consistency, whether that's, you know, mediocre products like, you know, McDonald's and their consistency is all about knowing what you're going to get and knowing that it's going to be food safe and, and all the rest of it to high performing, you know, high uh, brand products like Louis Vuitton or Prada, you know exactly what you're going to get and it's got to be consistent. And if it's not, then that'll be probably the last time you buy that brand. So consistency is key. The second last one, number 11 is leadership. Now, if you want to build a high-performing team, you can't just have one person lead. You need everybody leading by example, and this is so important. And the new team I've just put together, which I'll be running uh, these um, 12 goals with, and I'll be doing a workshop with them, is that 
you need to all show leadership. And, and what happens sometimes is that people might look to me and say, right, we need your assistance here. Now, assistance is okay. If I have to constantly be the leader, then we don't have a high-performing team. So I have five general managers, uh, four plus my wife being the fifth general manager. Um, it's all about how they come together and work together and display leadership in their own right. They all run their own teams. They run their own business units that make up the Coffee Commune. If you haven't seen the Coffee Commune, www.coffeecommune.com.au, and you can see all about it, what it does. But they've all individually, the five general managers, have to come together and display individual leadership to build a high-performing team. The last one is responsibility. It's, it's all about, to me, responsibility ties into accountability. High-performing teams have people that are responsible. They take accountability. It's not about celebrating just the wins, but they'll address the losses. If the wins, they'll, they'll accept the accolades, they'll accept the gratitude, they'll accept the thank yous, but they'll also accept when they need to perform better. They'll accept when they need to step it up or something's gone wrong, and that's called accountability. So the last one of the high-performing teams is responsibility. Now, there we have it, the 12 steps um, or the 12 goals, um, values, whatever you want to call it, attributes that I believe are required in a high-performing team. And again, as I said, my new team that I've put together, my leadership team, a few months ago, I'll be running this workshop with them um, very soon. So until next time, I hope that helps you and your teams be the best that you can be and achieve the goals that you aspire to achieve. You've been listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB.